Hey y'all, um, we have something this week for you that's pretty special. This is just something that's come up in our conversations quite a bit recently, and we felt like we needed to be talking about it. Really what this comes down to is there is an enemy, and we as married couples are one of his number one targets. And so we need special safeguards in, in place, and we need to be putting extra effort into making sure our bond with our spouse is strong so that we can defend properly against anything that comes at us. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. We're loving doing these. And please just let us know if there's any questions you have that you'd love us to address on the podcast. We're happy to do that. So just reach out in any way you want to. And we'll um, see you guys later. Okay. Welcome to this week's episode with the UMS Together podcast. Uh, we're the roots, still. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Cambria. And I'm Noah. Cool. Yeah. Glad we cleared that up a little. Yeah. Because none of you knew. We realized we never actually introduced ourselves. Now we know. Yeah. All right. So this week we're going to talk about um, something a little different. No, it's not that different. Um, we're going to talk about kind of the whole reason we're do we started the business, right? Yeah. Um, we, a big thing that's on our hearts is in marriage, uh, how do I want to put this? We need to put in the work early and kind of be ahead of all the problems before those problems come and we then have to just spend all of our time together yeah fixing all the crap that we put ourselves through yeah kind of to rephrase what you just said we've noticed that there's a trend among couples that when they get married they're like oh i found my perfect person it's easy we love being together and they just like hope that it works out or just like you know it's yeah. it's just gonna happen. Yeah, this naturally. is my this is my soulmate. So we're going to just naturally we're just gonna be in love. Yeah, and we're in everything's love gonna come naturally, yeah. and if it's not, then it's wrong. I don't know, and it, that's not true. Um, but then further down the road, if you down years down the road, they realize that there's all this crap they have to deal with now, and they have to yeah. go back and fix it because all these issues arise that they would push down or they didn't realize exactly and now suddenly they have to backtrack to fix all these things yeah. so instead of doing that we're going to start our marriage off strong with work yeah. instead of just hoping hoping i hope this works out i really do right and a lot of people that's why you, divorce rates are the way they are that's a big part of it right is because we as a society have decided oh you need to find your perfect person there's the person for you you're gonna fall in love and it's just gonna come naturally and then when things get hard people are like oh it must not be right and they just get out and that's not at all right it's not the way we're designed and so yeah um rather than getting up to those problems and being like okay We know we want to stay together because we know that's what's right. How do we fix it? We want to instead 
come into it equipped with how are we going to communicate best? How are we, like, what's our schedule for sex going to look like? How, you know, stuff like that. Because it's like, yeah. how do we, we want to combat the things that are going to come up mm -hmm. before they actually do. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah, that's, that's the idea. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, what you said about how people, it gets hard and they either get out or think that it's wrong. Um, that's something I feel like a lot of people do. And that just sounds like such a, a hard life full of disappointment you're never gonna find the perfect person because there was only one perfect person who ever lived mm -hmm. it, it's Jesus if you don't know who I'm talking <laughs> about <laughs> but you're, it's just gonna be a whole life full of disappointment because all they're gonna do is let you down even in a marriage a healthy marriage where both sides put in the work we let each other down yeah. often because we're not perfect no. no matter how hard we try and that's something you need to understand. And that's the whole going into marriage even. That's the whole honeymoon period they talk about, right? Yeah. It's like we both just think we're amazing and uh, you can't do any wrong and then yeah. We all know the point when the honeymoon period ends and it's like, well, that was fun. Yeah. Let's get to reality here and actually put in the work. Yeah. Did you feel like we had a honeymoon phase? I think so. We fought on our honeymoon, and so... Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of rough. Yeah. Honey our honeymoon also, was kind of rough. I had a really bad sunburn because I didn't wear so any bad. sunscreen with my dress. So bad that when you put aloe on me, it started to burn instead yeah. of cool. Like, it stung, and I, it hurt so bad. And you had this giant cut... Um, should I say where it was? I got the road rash. Should I say where? Sure. On your butt. <laughs> this road rash on his butt cheek <laughs> from his dirt pretty. biking bachelor trip. That was all like gross and gooey and yeah, it was not ugh. good. <laughs> it was yeah, and there was. We had some conflicts. We had some. Uh huh. We loved our honeymoon though. Oh, it was so fun. It was so fun. Yeah. But I think we knew going into marriage, like, we need to put in the work to make this work because we had to put in so much work to make our our dating work and our engagement work. Right. We especially were... Especially our engagement. Yeah. Well, and we were long distance for the first six months of dating. Yeah. And for... It set an uh, interesting foundation for that. It, it set did. a good foundation. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And for at least half of our engagement... I had mono and That's was right. super sick and <laughs> just couldn't do anything. And, you know, it took work to even deal with that. So, yeah, I, it's something we expected. Yeah, I think um, where people really get um, stuck is they expect that change is bad. If yeah. You not all change, but I think, um, like we've been a, in a constant state of change since day one. That's that's how it it's feels. It's a little exhausting. <laughs> yeah, 
But it's like, if you're not willing to be okay with that change, both in your circumstances together and in each other, we have yeah. to anticipate that our partner's going to change after we get married. Yeah. And we can't, but we also can't expect them to change for us. Yeah. I didn't expect that you would change to be my perfect wife, right? But I did expect that um, we would grow together. Yeah. Right? I expected that I would put in the work to change myself to be better for you, and I hoped that you would do the same for me. Yeah, but you can't ever make the other person do anything. Yeah. I can't put in the work and make you put in the work, too. Exactly. We're in it as a team, but the only person you can control is yourself. Yeah. We've been... We get these scammy comments on our posts. Yeah, often. Like, pretty often. And I don't know if it's the hashtags we use, if it's, like, marriage advice or something. I don't know. But we... All of them are, like, this voodoo instant fix thing of, I made my partner fall back in love with me. And, um... I, I got a comment recently, and it was like... I wonder if I can pull it up. Yeah, you could try it. In the past, I've um, just deleted the comments because it's like, this is a scam, and I'm not going to make... I'm not going to feed it. Yeah. But I actually replied to this one because this lady was like, oh, I went and saw this doctor, if you will, and... Um, he made my spouse fall in, back in love with me or something like yeah, that, right? Yeah, that's what it says. Yeah. And I was just like, how ignorant do you have to be to think that someone is going to give you this perfect fix, this super easy thing, you just go to this person and they fix it. But that's what people want. That's what our society is right now. Like, people have you want it seen easy. all the, like, weight loss pills and... Oh. Uh, people aren't willing to put in work, but that's the only way things will work. Yeah, people want it easy regardless of what area you're talking about. I mean, yeah. that's why we have freezer meals. That's why we have, you know, uh, yeah, all these instant fat loss things, uh, whatever, right? Yeah. Um, because it's like people want it easy. Yeah. And uh, my, I decided to reply to this one, and it was just like... We can't do this apart from Christ. Yeah. Christ is the fix, right? But at the same time, I need to be putting work into my my relationship with God, and I expect that you will be doing the same individually, and in turn, the result is us being closer together. Yeah. Uh, because on our own power, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, it's kind of like a triangle yeah. with God at the top. And the closer we move towards God, the closer we're going to move towards each other. Exactly. Too. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, yeah, I loved your reply. She said something like, um, it was hard for me until I was introduced to this doctor. Yeah. I don't know. Um, who helped restore my spouse's love back to me. <laughs> my word. Um. And she said something like, love is a sweet and blissful thing, and thank the universe for sending the doctor to me and helping me get it back. I just, it makes me feel like people feel like they deserve it. Yeah. She's like, I deserve love, and he wasn't giving it to me, but he, this doctor fixed it, and now I get what I deserve. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that 
no one deserves love. Like, I think we all should have love in our lives. But in having, one way or another. It's having that selfish mindset of, you need to do things for me just because I deserve it. Like, yeah. you should be serving your spouse because you want to. Because you want to love them. That's an excellent point, actually, <clears throat> is uh, m- marriage and relationships don't work if you don't have a selfless mindset. If you aren't constantly, I don't want to say constantly, but like... It is yeah, basically constantly. Constantly trying to serve um, your significant other, you they are going to feel neglected and they won't want to serve you. Yeah. And it's just this vicious cycle. And it's like... If I'm just trying to do things to get uh, a hand up on every situation, then mm. I'm going to be trampling all over my spouse, and that's not okay. Yeah. Marriage is not selfish. Exactly. Marriage is selfless. Yeah. I'm not saying you can't be selfish at times. Like, say, my back is really hurting. Could you please massage it for me? Yeah, but I don't even... I wouldn't even say that that's selfish. But it's you saying you need something but my point is you still need to focus on yourself sometimes mm-hmm. say things like like i just said like my back is hurting yeah. can you please rub it not be, like work yourself into the ground for your spouse yeah and that is something but because it's a team it's yeah. not a one-sided i do everything for you yeah this doesn't negate self-care no because we both need self-care in very different ways. Yeah. And so if we're not taking care of ourselves, we then can't love each other in the best way yeah. possible. And so it's a it's a balance. To do life with somebody else requires give and take. And of requires course. a selfless attitude. Yeah. Or else it's just going to be conflict after conflict because you're both selfish only thinking about yourself. Yes. And that's that's not gonna work and that's not how it was designed to work exactly yeah yeah but we need to be modeling god in our in our love yeah that's all it comes down to that selfless unwavering love yeah and that's kind of what you said in your reply to this this lady um you said it's not our job to change our partner that's good good statement God is the one who changes hearts. Please don't be fooled by people offering an easy fix out there. A fulfilling and fruitful marriage is impossible without Christ in the center. And that's the main, I think that's the main point there. Like we talked about um, how we want to be ahead of problems now so they don't happen later. And and the easy way to do that, if you're listening here, just to find the easy fix First of all, there's not a super easy fix, but the answer is Christ. Yeah. And putting him in the center. Exactly. So if that's why you're here, it's just for the answer. That's it. Yep. Fill in the blank. God. (laughs) Yeah. Jesus. There's a lot of pieces to it, um, too. It's not one. I don't believe it's one thing does everything. Yeah. You know, there is there's this ladder that we talk about continually where it's like. God is at the top for, for each of us individually. And then below that is my spouse. Below that is maybe, um, if you have kids, your kids, right? Yeah. Love for level of importance. For level of importance. Yeah. Exactly. And then below that, you've got um, 
friends and family and uh, I mean uh, all of the other people in your community which all have importance but not near the importance of God or our spouse. Mm-hmm. And your spouse does not have near the importance as God. Of course. And that's a mistake a lot of people put it, do is they put their spouse as number one yeah. and God gets the leftover. Yeah. Because, and it's so easy because you're physical. You're right here. I can touch you. Right. Well, and it's simply like, it's simply like the, the things that I choose to do with my day directly affect you. Yeah. Or the things that you do towards me, you know, they can hurt me, they can make me feel loved, whatever. Yeah. But it feels, it's harder to hear God and feel that if you're not in constant communion with him. Because we, I mean, I think both of us can think of instances where we can remember, man, I was so much better connected in my spiritual life. And all of these things lined up so much better, and I felt um, more full, and I felt Mm -hmm. just simply better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but my point was, I think it's easy to forget about God because he's not right there. Right. I can't physically see him. I can't physically touch him. I've never, like, actually heard him. Like, actually heard a voice. Mm -hmm. And you're like it's hard to forget you because you're you're there i'm here whenever i look you're right there i know it's a curse of working from home <laughs> but um <laughs> that's something i've realized is is that you've it's easy to forget about god because you don't see him yeah and therefore he doesn't get put at number slot number one you get put in slot number one yeah and you should be important but not more important than God. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. That was a little bit of a rabbit trail. The, from the, the main whole thing topic. was. <laughs> but the, That's okay. The biggest thing is um, finding, finding tools around you that can really help you to move forward. Yeah. Right? We... Um, <laughs> we have this amazing opportunity to work at marriage conferences. Um, yeah. We work at four to six a year, let's say. Mm-hmm. And um, we do all the technical stuff. So it's not like we're speaking at these conferences. Maybe someday we will. I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe. But um, it gives us an opportunity to be around people that value marriage. Yeah. To be around concepts that really show you what biblical marriage is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Plus we get access to all these amazing resources. Um, yeah. And that, I mean, stuff like that is a hundred percent what we encourage people to do. Yeah. Even if it's a checkup like that every so often, or maybe you pick up a marriage book and read it together as a couple or whatever. It's like, um, Rather than... So, I'm going to make a car analogy. Okay. I'll, I'll like try cars. to follow. I like cars. I don't understand cars. Okay. It's very simple. All right? Okay. You have suspension components that hold your tires on. Okay? Okay. They allow you to steer and brake and all that stuff, right? Okay. I didn't know that. If all of that... If it wears out to the point that one of your wheels falls off, your car could get totaled. 
Didn't right? you have a wheel fall off once? I've had a wheel fall off. That was a whole <laughs> different thing. Um, but if you take it to a mechanic regularly mm-hmm. and have them check it and they say, oh, you know, this really, this part needs replaced and the whole system can be restored from this one part. Yeah. Right? Then you replace that part. You don't wait for the tire to fall off to replace all of the parts. Yeah. It's like, as things wear out, we need to be checking up on them. And before they wear out, we need to be checking on them to make Mm -hmm. sure that there isn't premature wear and there isn't stuff like that. So that's my analogy of the day. I think that was good. That was a good analogy. I just, yeah, maintenance is big. Both in cars and in marriage. And I think it's something that we've realized is so important because we've been able to do that since the beginning. Yeah. And a lot of it is because of volunteering at these conferences. We hear, we get all this information and um, it it's made us think more and realize how important it is. And from the beginning, we've, we've been working on it. And so it's something where we're like, you know what, this has been super helpful. And Mm -hmm. we want to tell other people to do it because it's super helpful. Yeah, exactly. But I also think another thing that you mentioned that's super helpful is when we go to these conferences, we're surrounded by all these people that um, are good at marriage. I don't know. All these people that have good models and they have the same views as us. And I think that's really important piece to it is surrounding yourself with people that you want to be like. Yes. And I'm going to add on to that. Also being around people that also want to be working on their marriage are spending Mm -hmm. time, spending that time to put, to actually work on it because then you can work together and you can bounce ideas off each other and stuff, right? Because both of those pieces of your community are super important. Yeah. In my opinion. The people you surround yourself with has a big influence on your life. If you want to have a super healthy marriage, but the only people you hang out with are people who don't believe in marriage or, you know. People that party all the time. Yeah. Then (laughs) it's going to be so much harder for you. Not that partying is bad, by the way. Yeah. We like to party. Party. But not every day. But um, (laughs) you get my point. Surround yourself with people who have the same mindset as you and the same goals, and also people who you look up to. People who are already where you want to be. Yeah, and that's... Although, I do want to specify, for marriage, you don't get there. The whole thing is still a process. So me saying, like, looking at a couple that's been married 50 years and saying, I want to be there, they're still, they're still growing too. They haven't made it. Mm-hmm. You we won't love... make it. But using, being like, seeing their example of marriage and saying, I want that in 50 years. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, the cool thing is, at the marriage conferences, I wanted to uh, just jump off of where you're, where you're talking mm-hmm. about is at the marriage conferences, we see people that are a couple of days married, Mm -hmm. and we see people that are 50-plus years married. And we've seen um, evaluations from them, reviews from them, from both both ends of that spectrum, and both of them are like, this stuff is amazing. I can't believe 
that we are, or especially the people that have been married so, so long, right? Mm-hmm. They come out of it and they're like, this is still continuing to help us yeah. progress in our marriage. And it's like, you guys have been married for more than twice as long as I've been alive, but mm-hmm. you're st- still getting stuff from this, you know, this yeah. basics, these basic ideas. But the reality is truth doesn't change. Yeah. I think it's also cool when you have people that attend the marriage conference multiple years in a row oh, and they're yeah. still getting stuff from it. Yeah, it's like it's all the same content for them, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Super but, fun. Yeah. I just, one thing I really love about um, the marriage conferences we do, which, did we say what they were? No. They're called A Weekend to Remember yep. by um, Family Life is the ministry that we volunteer with. Yep. Um, and they're more, I, sometimes I don't like to use the word conference cause I feel like that word is a turnoff, like ugh, conference. It's a but marriage it's, retreat. Yeah. It's kind of like a retreat because it's three days. Yeah. It's an, and it's an in-between of a conference and a retreat because it's not a super small group. I mean, we have events that are over a thousand people. Some, not all of them. Some events. And, but we also, it's pretty, there's a lot of sessions. Yeah. A lot of learning. It's like trying to drink from a fire hose. Yeah. There's a lot of information given. And if you try to take in every single piece, you'll be a little overwhelmed. But it's super fun too. Because they're at resorts and you can, there's date, there's, uh, there's time scheduled in for connecting. Yeah. As a couple, not just learning from a class. Yeah. So where I was getting at with the retreats is, um, like you said, they're at nice resorts and they encourage you to find a place to stay. It doesn't have to be at the resort. It's easier to be at the resort, but find a place to stay that's not your home. Mm -hmm. That's just the two of you. And they encourage you to not, you can't bring kids. Kids aren't even allowed. Yeah. Um, And to not stay home with your kids and just have this time dedicated to the two of you absolutely and they plan in a date night and they have it's not just listening like there's some activities mm-hmm. in there too and it just i don't know it feels refreshing even though i'm not attending i'm working it it still feels super refreshing like absolutely i just loved getting this time away yeah and um <laughs> it feels silly that we're like plugging this whole ministry when we're trying to do something similar but the reality to us is anyone that is pushing biblical marriage that is speaking truth, we're going to support them. Yeah. Regardless of what it is. Yeah. There's a couple of different conferences that we recommend. That's just the one that we're, we're closest to because we work with them. Yeah. If you want to sign up for a conference, we have a discount code. It's ROOTS, R-O-O-T-S. Yeah. Gets you $50 off. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, we can double check on it and put that info in the comments, yeah, too. Yeah, for sure. So. But, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's $50 off, and it's a it's a lot of fun. I we loved... We attended when we first got married, and we loved like it. Like, two weeks after we got married. Yeah. And then we got a puppy. And we still... I will say, when we attended two weeks after we got married, I at first felt like, what's the point of this? Yeah, why like, are we even doing it? They talk about conflict, and I'm like... I don't really relate to that. We haven't had much conflict yet. Like, a lot of it, it just didn't feel like it applied to me because I only been married two weeks. 
But looking back on it, it was one of the best things we could have done to our marriage because it started us off on a good foundation. Right. We were able to take some of the things we learned right from then and use them. Even if it's not something that we're dealing with right now, um, it's something that we know could possibly happen in the future, like a conflict. And so we can be prepared for that and we can put in these foundational principles at the beginning Mm -hmm. because we heard them. We can take them in and apply them even if we're not there to try to fix our marriage. It's not designed just to fix your marriage. It's, I would recommend it to anyone married at any stage of life. Mm -hmm. Even if you're going through a a good phase right now, you don't have to be going through a rough patch to work on your marriage. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole point we're trying to make. Yeah. Is you don't have to wait for things to get hard to start working on it. Yeah. Um, And trust me, you don't have it figured out. Sorry. I closed the drawer with my foot. (laughs) Yeah. No one has it figured out Mm -mm. perfectly. Um, Some people get close, and some people are much more compatible from day one of getting married than others, but it doesn't mean that they aren't going to have the same issues down the road. doesn't mean that they don't have to work on their marriage. Exactly. All marriages take work. Yeah. Because eventually there will be something that comes up and it's like, we didn't know this about each other. Or we, whatever. Yeah. Right? And you have to have the tools to learn how to navigate that. Yeah. In a healthy way. Can you think of any examples of, of when that's happened for us? Like when conflict has arose or... We realize, oh, we really got to put in the work to get through this right now. We, we have this bad habit. We did have this bad habit for a long time of bringing stuff up late at night because we're both more night owls. But we also know we've, we've learned from both from people that have mentored us in our marriage and from uh, things that we've learned mm-hmm. that one of the worst times to deal with conflict is at night but you also hear don't go to bed angry and so there's this balance and it's what we've realized is we need to have this clear communication where it's like we know that this is something we're butting heads on yeah how are we going to deal with it why don't we revisit it tomorrow when i have this time or whatever and then we can i want to say put a pin in it Mm-hmm. So that we can know that we're still on our on each other's team, we are still for each other, but this is something we get to work out. Yeah, and you need to work it out. You yeah. can't be like brush it off because yeah. it's gonna start building up, and someday it's gonna explode. Exactly. Yeah. Is that kind of what you were looking for? Yeah. Do you have another example? Um, I don't know, but it made me think of that TikTok you just showed me. The guy from, um, what was he from? Oh. From Drake and Josh? Yes, from Drake and Josh. Yeah, I don't know his name. Uh, it is Josh something. I'm trying to remember his last name. I don't remember it. Yeah, but he was saying, like, um, they tell you not to go to bed angry, but it's okay to go to bed angry. It's okay to, to not, um, work this out right away, but 
know that we are family and that means we are not leaving. Yeah. Family doesn't leave. Family doesn't leave. Yeah. We will work it out, but it might, it might be later tonight. It might be tomorrow. It might be in a week, but it will get worked out and family doesn't leave. Exactly. So just because they got in a conflict doesn't mean they need to be scared or a hundred percent because like you said, family doesn't leave. We're sticking together because we're a team. Yeah. And we will work this out. But sometimes, right now, is not the best time to try to work it out. Yeah. And that's, it's kind of hard to figure out, figure that out. Like, when's a good time? Yeah. But our rule is, don't talk about important stuff after it gets dark. (laughs) Yeah, once the sun goes down, we don't talk about really heavy stuff. No, because it just leads... To conflict a lot and I think Satan knows that that's where he can he can get in we're both tired and because we're tired we get irritated more easily mm-hmm. and he knows that absolutely so yeah because we used to we do our marriage journal which we mentioned before every week yeah um we used to try to do it in the evening and we can't do that <laughs> no we didn't that's that's how we discovered our we needed the rule of no talking about deep stuff after it gets dark our marriage journal it was supposed to take a year it took us two right or over two it took a while Uh, yeah because for the first six months we were trying to do it that way and we finally were like we just can't do this we gave up on it it for a while it just it just creates conflict whenever we bring it up yeah and something happened when we realized we need to try a different time of day because we know this is important. We know it's super valuable, but we cannot. Satan knows what's important and he gets in there. Absolutely. You can kind of tell when something's important is because it's hard and there's conflict Mm -hmm. because he doesn't want you to have a healthy marriage. Absolutely. And so if we're doing something that's going to really help our marriage, you better bet he's going to be right there trying to get in between it. Yeah. Satan knows that, um, we are stronger as a unit instead of individually. And he's going to attack each and every one of you that is early in your marriage. He's going to attack you. Yeah. And so recognizing he's here, he is going to be at our throats trying to get us to pull each other apart because that uh, he knows that we are stronger than him if we are together and if we are together with God between us. So we recognized that he was getting in there. Yeah. And so we decided, you know what, we need to, we need to make this work. But how we're doing it is not working, so how can we make this better? And we decided to try to do it in the mornings. Yeah. And it's been so much better. I know every couple's different. Maybe evenings work great for you, but for us, Monday mornings yep. is when we do our marriage journal. Yeah, and just because you're not a morning person doesn't mean you can't do it in the mornings because Cambria is not pleasant when she first wakes up. What? What do you mean? But um, (laughs) once we... I mean, we sit and eat breakfast and do it together, right? Yeah. Do the marriage journal, not... Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we eat breakfast and do it. Sometimes. No, I don't think we've ever done that. We need to do it All right. Yeah. Weekly challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, um, that's kind of 
a launch pad for something bigger that we want to talk about. But yeah, this is so heavy on my heart, especially because of comments like that and just like feeling the presence yeah. of Satan. He tells lies and the one of the big lies he tells is that, you know, your marriage will just work out if it's like we said, if it's not easy, it's wrong. And that is a lie straight from Satan. A hundred percent. It is. Yeah. And just like I mentioned before how we forget to put God first because he's not physical right in front of us. The same is with Satan. Absolutely. We forget that he is real. He's very real. Because we can't see him. Mm-hmm. And we need we need to remember that. That's something I struggle with a lot. I just... I remember God and I forget that Satan's there. Yeah. Because I can't see him. I forget that there's an enemy out to get us. Yeah. So. so, something we want from our community is, is um, we want to hear what tools or methods that you're implementing in your marriage today to help fight against this. Yeah. And we want to just hear from you, and we want to partner with you. If you feel like, man, we really want to try this, but it's just not working, we want to help you figure out how to make it work. Yeah. Um... So there's a lot of ways to reach out. Obviously, comment sections is super easy. Yeah. Because you're here. So if you want to do that, um, also, we're, I mean, our stuff is super easy to get to. You can message us on any platform. You can email us through our website, whatever. Yeah. So. Yeah. And if you're hearing this and realize I don't have any of those methods in place, I want, I'd love to hear what's something that you're going to try. Yeah. And if you don't have any ideas, reach out. We will give you some ideas. Oh, yeah. We got all the ideas. Yeah. And it, it doesn't hurt to try. It might... You gotta... It takes work. <laughs> yeah. You gotta work and find what works best for you. What works best for us and some of the systems we have in place isn't necessarily going to work best for all of you. No, and we know people that say, oh, yeah, we've tried that. It does not work for us. Yeah. And so it's like, that's fine. Everyone's different. Everyone's relationship is different. So yeah. I want to hear what is something that you're going to try. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. That's all we have. Yeah. Boom, bang. Pow. Awesome. Yes. That was good. This is a late episode, but hopefully you'll forgive us. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Hasta la vista. Later. Bye-bye.